Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome back, uh, wherever you're joining from, and uh, whether you're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or whichever part of the country, Karibu Sana. Uh, so today, uh, we are joined by uh, a speaker, a new speaker, by the name of Dr. Sylvia M. Akinsiku. Yeah. So uh, before we start, let's just uh, do a brief introduction of uh, the Kajado we want and uh, what we are all about. So basically, the Kajado we want is a community-based organization that deals with uh, the development and uh, uh, community matters in uh, each different areas. That is, the first area is infrastructure. That includes roads and street lighting. So we champion for uh, either the development of roads where they are lacking or the improvement of roads where they are in a bad state. Uh, we also lobby for water and sanitation, which is a very, 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 uh, it's, 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 it's a sector that is lacking, it's, is lagging behind, uh, especially in Kajiado. We, have, we do not have the proper infrastructure for water and sanitation. Uh, we also focus on environment and waste management, uh, where we champion for the better management of our environment and waste. Um, as we can see in most Kajiado towns, uh, rubbish is becoming uh, a huge problem. And uh, so that's one of the things we are lobbying uh, our county government and other government agencies and also non-governmental organizations to help uh, and improve on that. We also focus on security and community policing just to ensure to improve the security in our community. Uh, we also focus on advocacy for the vulnerable groups, that is children, women, youth, persons with disabilities, and also the elderly. Uh, we also uh, focus on health and wellness, be it uh, championing for uh, the uh, improving of our, the statuses of our hospitals, um, championing for uh, uh, be it mental wellness, uh, we all uh, we also focus on that. Um, the seventh uh, area that we focus on is education and literacy, uh, so that we can improve the state of our schools within Kajiado. And uh, the last one is trade and uh, job creation, just so that uh, we can help uh, in reducing the fight against unemployment not only in Kajado, but also within our country. And uh, we intend to achieve all, all those, uh, the, the, the different eight different areas by creating awareness, uh, championing for public participation, be it the, whenever the county governments call for public participation, we try to spread the word. Uh, we also, even through this platform that we have right now, uh, uh, we try to use it to create awareness and spread the word on the various sectors we are trying to promote and also partnerships. Uh, we partner with different non-governmental organizations, uh, organizations such as this one belonging to, to Sylvia and uh, also government agencies. We try to form partnerships in all in many areas as we can so that uh, we can solve as many 
uh, problems as we can. And uh, yeah, so basically that's just a brief summary of what the Kajado we want is as a community-based organization. And now on to today's speaker. Uh, so Dr. Silva is a director and founder of Andy Speaks. Um, she will uh, talk to us uh, talk to us about uh, real life experiences as a mother and board director of the National Council of Personal uh, Persons with Disabilities, and uh, she'll uh, help us answer the questions such as, "Have you ever wondered how the differently uh, abled persons uh, navigate through life and what their families go through?" So. Thank you very much, Sylvia, for uh, joining us on this call and uh, giving us your time. We'd like to hear more about how uh, families deal with uh, uh, these scenarios and how they cope with uh, living with persons with disabilities. Um, I'm sure I didn't give, uh, do you justice with the introduction. Maybe you could uh, give a deeper introduction of uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah, Karibu Sana. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me um, on this busy day. Um, Dr. Sylvia Moramochabo Akinsiku is my name. I'm a graphic designer and a brand consultant by profession. I am the founder of Andy Speaks for Special Needs Persons Africa, which champions for inclusion of persons with mental disabilities. Apart from being an entrepreneur, I am a mom to three and uh, two of my boys are on the spectrum and uh, that is autism spectrum and that's why i do what i do i serve as a board director at the national uh, council for persons with disabilities where we ensure the mandate by government and the state is um, there too and we help uh, the government ensure that uh, the country's policies are in line with um, the international standards for persons with neurodevelopmental with disabilities at large and also make sure that there is no stigma and there is inclusion of persons with disabilities from all fronts so that is uh, one of the mandates and we also run programs uh, that benefit uh, persons with disabilities that is what we do at the national council apart from that i am your current queen of africa immediate past miss africa united nation and uh Miss Africa Elite from 2020 to 2022. And I think that will summarize it all because it's, it can be quite a long <laughs> introduction for us to say it all. But our latest accomplishment is the fact that Andy Speaks was uh, voted for as the social enterprise of the year in the year, last year, that is 2022. And I was honored to be listed uh, by, in South Africa as 20 influential women. And I hope that I will be able to touch someone's life today, uh, inspire, and uh, at least open up in the world of disability from our point of view. So I will be speaking more of my experience as a parent and also as an advocate for inclusion. So I, I hope that is satisfactory, right? <laughs> that is very, very satisfactory. Congratulations on your achievements and uh, all the best on the upcoming uh, nominations. Hello. Okay. 
we can't dive right in. I think I lost for a second. So uh, most yeah. of the time, um, you think of someone in a wheelchair or the basics, someone with visual impairment or someone who's hard of hearing. I'm trying to use the right terminology because he generally we normally say the death, the what. So but we want uh disability shifted from a medical point to more of a human rights point. So you do not address the person disrespectfully, especially in our Swahili, where we say which is which is belittling, considering So we let's respect persons with disabilities and just call them as to the uh, proper technologies. But what lately you have seen, there are very many other disabilities that are not your obvious um, to the eye. And it will require a bit of spending time with someone for you to really identify that they have challenges. And that takes me back to the definition of disability. So disability is not just something that you can see, but generally um, when someone is impaired to be able to make it that they cannot run their daily without support or care or right. Uh, it can be physical, it can be sensory or cognitive or even mental. So all these areas of speech are what fall under what uh, disability is. And for me, my experience in life is more towards the neurodevelopmental disabilities, where it is someone acquires a disability because of brain development issues. So which means your brain can be affected in uh, one of many ways. Either when a mother is pregnant or during pregnancy, let's say if you have trauma, stress, ETC, it can affect the status of your heart brain. So disability is not something um, that you can rely on. And let me put this disclaimer before you shut it down and say, this does not concern me. A disability is a club anyone can join, practically anyone. You can fall, shower, bang your head, you become, you start having seizures from the trauma impact to your head. You have fallen into the category of disability. You can fall ill, and lose sensory of your limbs, meaning the wheelchair or get hit by a car or break your leg. And the hardest people who have a hard time is ask someone who has known normal life and then now becomes uh, disabled. It is very, very hard to transition. But in life, I like to say we, can, we can't direct the wind, but we can adjust our sails. And that's what I want us to look at in the term of you as an individual who's not yet in that clan from, from the outside point of it. What do people with disabilities go through and what can you do as a person to make their life easier? Actually, disability is not about what happened to you. It's not about what you cannot do, but what makes it worse for persons with disability is the environment around them. Let's say you're in a building and you do not, you just put stairs. You've not thought of that person on a wheelchair, how they're going to access it. You see, that means you have not made accommodative, you've not been accommodative to the person with disability, meaning that they will have to think or be carried. Do you know how the, this, the lack of dignity is having to be carried everywhere? And also courtesy for, uh, like for persons who are on wheelchair users, it's always good for you to ask them, may I help you? Can I, you know, can I carry you up? Not just see and start pulling them. That's just courtesy, it's courteous. It's like someone coming and grabbing your hand without asking you where you're going. So the process of normally 
when someone receives the news about disability, there is a whole lot of things that go through your mind especially for the caregivers that can be the parent or the person you're living with or caring with that husband or wife let's say you acquire disability way later in your life because even old age can bring about some disabilities so as parents i'll speak from a foreign point of view there is that space of denial you're trying to look for someone to blame or the vice versa everyone else for us women we are the ones who get blamed especially after you give back to a child with disabilities it is all of a sudden this is from your people we let our culture remove the human side of us when we are trying to just blame a parent yet it takes two to make that child carrying it to term you as a partner were you nice were you accommodated did you stress them out it is you know um then be acquired but when a person the person with a disability is going through this they need cool be it at work if you're that employer and someone gets an accident and all of a sudden they have to use a wheelchair how much time are you giving them how much accommodation will you uh, create space for the person or shift their desk closer to the door so they don't have to squeeze through other workers to access their workstation so they're very very small things but they mean a lot for someone who's uh, who's having a disability if it's someone who's visually impaired when you're giving them the laptop, does it have JAWS or whatever other software that makes it accessible for them to be able to work? Because remember, disability is not inability. It does not mean that there is nothing they can do the minute they acquire disability. It just means what accommodations can we make so that they can continue living their lives, they can be the best version of who they are, and at the same time, um, serve and uh, contribute to our economy. So that rejection from people, because let's say if it is your husband or your wife who acquires a disability and then you abandon them, those are the things that make it harder. And you can imagine the emotion that these people go through after that, depression, lack of self-worth, uh, their self-esteem has already been kicked to the curb. Because even you, when you see someone on a wheelchair, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? There is always that, either it's either pity or there are those who get disgusted, there are those ones who are like, let me get out of here, I see if it's contagious. It, it depends with how you interact. But if you shift your mindset and see the person first before you see their disability, or like I'd like to say it, see the able and not the label, don't look at them that this is a person with disability, but a person first. They are a person before you see what uh, type of disability they have. So they might need people to talk to. They will need um, professionals to come to their aid and, and, and also guide them on what adjustments they need to make so that it, life is easier for them because the environment is the greatest, greatest enabler of disability in society. Um, I will dive to this autism disability, which is invisible. And why I want to dwell on this is because we are on Autism Awareness Month. And apart from Autism Awareness Month um, and week, it is something that could be existing in your space, but you're not aware or you're not making um, reasonable accommodation for that person. But I want to paint a picture in these five minutes of your time so that you have an idea. That person you see walking on the street and everyone runs away, that child you see talking to themselves or that child you see just walking around without uh, mingling with other people. And then you're like, um, toto kichwake simzuri. for those who don't speak French, uh, when you ask, when you tell yourself 
that something is wrong with this child. They must be mad or something. Let's take a look at what goes on in their mind for them to be the way they are and what's the need for you to make it better. We are all different, and that's wonderful. Some differences are easy to see. Height, hairstyle, eye color, and so on. Other differences can't be seen. Our favorite foods, fears, or special skills. Interestingly, the way we see the world is also different. For instance, what do you see in this drawing? Most people see a duck, but some of you might have seen a rabbit. Whichever you saw, you are correct. This is just a trick drawing to show you that all brains work differently. The brain is your body's computer. It works differently for all of us and controls how you learn. That's why we are all good at different things. How you feel, which is why we all feel different emotions, and how you communicate. Sometimes the brain is connected in such a way it affects the senses and how we perceive and read situations and interactions. This is known as autism. Many people have autism, so it's likely you already know someone who is autistic. And for this reason, it's useful to know a little bit about autism. The special wiring inside an autistic brain It can also do the as making friends. The senses constantly send information to your brain about your surroundings and other people. However, when a person's brain and its senses don't communicate well, the brain can become overwhelmed and confused, affecting how they see the world. Picture yourself walking down the street. This is how an autistic brain may experience the scary, isn't it? How they feel. So even though there's chaos going on in their heads, they seem okay on the outside, unable to ask for help. We will develop behaviors to help us feel calm in uncomfortable situations. We may look away, hug ourselves, chew our fingernails, fidget, bite our lips, and so on. Equally, autistic people will develop behaviors that help them cope with these intense moments. These actions may seem unusual, but they're just their way to feel calm. When they happen, it means they are having a hard time. The kind thing to do is not to give them an even harder time by getting cross, ignoring them, or mocking them. Remember, just because a PlayStation can't read an Xbox game, it doesn't mean it's broken. People with autism need friends who are willing to take the time 
But good communication would be and what from their friends they might just be able to share that feeling with us. Autism can make amazing things happen. That's exactly what we're dealing with in our lives persons with disabilities. Just to dive deeper. Other than you yourself trying to understand this child that you've been given by God, you cannot return to sender because they cannot talk, they cannot communicate, they cannot take care of themselves, they cannot understand what you're saying, they cannot go to regular school and no school wants them and no child wants to play with them because of all these things that they're processing and they're trying to live through. This is the other side of where you're trying to look for service. And that photo there, that is the kind of work you have to prove because they're not, because like I said, I'm diving into the invisible disabilities because that's what we don't know about. And it, 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 it always comes with other conditions. Like you find someone with autism having epilepsy, autism having cerebral palsy, autism having Down syndrome, and ETC, ETC, it's called comorbid conditions. Or then this, after that, we as people around them, if we don't give them that support that they require, like let's say if you see a mother with a child on their back, the first thing, and it's a big child, because um, this is the story of most of my fellow cerebral palsy parents, and you hear them saying, "Imagine what meaning that you um, put that child down. He's a big person; he should be walking. What exactly are you doing carrying them? But we've not taken the time to find out why exactly is this woman carrying this big child. Children with this, with with cerebral palsy can." That means cerebral palsy affects the brain in a way that your movement is impaired different ways depending on the intensity. And this means that this, person, this child can depend on you if you cannot afford a wheelchair. For those who see wheelchairs and just think it is something that is very cheap, yeah. The cheapest wheelchair is between 15,000 to 20,000 if you're lucky. For the neurodiverse community who needs specialized wheelchair, which does mean that they don't have head control, so they need one that will put them together, also put their legs in a certain way so that they also don't get so, I don't know, we're talking about a hundred grand plus. So when people say, he is expensive. They see that amount of work, they'll bail on you. Which employer will allow you to be going for therapy every other day and still get your salary? That is something that, unless I don't know, you find an angel from where. So you'll find most parents also are, uh, because the children are now dependent on them, they cannot work. So there are so many factors that change the lives of the people in our surrounding persons with disabilities and the persons with disabilities themselves. Um, to give you an example of an adverbal child, you imagine the way you know how to say what you want. Put yourself in the shoe of a child or even an adult who cannot talk. 
maybe they were not privileged enough to learn sign language to sign to you that they cannot hear and they, they're, they're not aware how else they're supposed to communicate. You, if you are put in one day where you cannot utter, you lost your voice, how would you feel? How would the frustration get you? And that's why sometimes we call on to our leaders and say, when you're thinking about anything, practically anything, think about everyone. If you look at a person with disability as your benchmark of how you're going to make this thing accessible, and that means you're going to be solving a problem once and for all. A person with disability will not have to come writing appeals saying you need to make adjustments if you do it right from the first, uh, from the from the onset. When you're in public spaces, service, a parent comes or they have a child who you cannot see any disability, just ask. Because most of us jump at them like, where do you think you're going? What makes you special? But not many parents can actually. Really struggling. We just want someone to just have a bit of empathy. Just because it's not you, just because you don't understand it, doesn't give you the right to be mean and rude to that person who's walking that journey. You don't know how many other times, how many other people have insulted, talked behind her back. We've had parents wanting to abandon or even get rid of their children because of the stigma that society bestows them. The amount of stigma and talks when you're talking about, oh, this they went for witchcraft so that they can become rich. Yet they're there with you, maybe in a one-bed apartment. Which riches did they sacrifice to be there with you? Or they ask you to help them, and you feel like, uh, no, me, I can't deal with this. It doesn't cost much. Because most of those parents who are around and taking care of um, a child or an adult with disability really need your support just to rest or even sleep. Because you can, you can imagine not having time to yourself at all, like you're at the beat and call of your child and the, and, and the dependents. Access to some of this, um, access to devices. You're uh, also very, very expensive. I'll give you an example. For persons with epilepsy, their budget on top of everything else ranges between the cheapest you'll find in a month, 500 if you're using something like one tablet of, let's say, Ritalin or something, to 35,000, and this is proven. I have data that I can show you that, that, that has the costs of, of medication just to control convulsions, because for our children, when convulsions happen, that means you're losing brain cells. And we have kids dying out of this because a parent sometimes might not know if it's a first-time parent. So educate yourself on like first aid. If someone is having a convulsion next to you, what do you do? If someone on a wheelchair falls, how do I carry them? If someone on crutches falls, how? what is the respectful way of handling the situation? If a, if a person who's visually impaired wants to cross the road, how am I supposed to tap them to let them know that I want to assist? Which part do I um, give them so that I can act as their aid? Uh, this first weekend, I was with a friend of mine who's visually impaired. I, I had the honors of being in her space and her in my space for long, and I realized it is not easy. We take our sight for granted so, so much. I was like, how? And she told me, I live alone. And I'm like, how do you live alone? But now, being with her the whole time, I was able to see, like when you walked into the room, we had to do like a recce, go through this is this one, this is this one. I'm thinking like, how many environments do you have to cram? How many steps from here to there? Which light, which button 
to press, how to warm your own food, how to go to the fridge and find what is where. It is a whole lot of work. So when you're out there insulting someone, I beg, think twice. Because you never know. Even an illness can bring you uh, to lose your sight. Or you're walking, there is a blast or something goes into your eye or, you know, there is an array. And that's why I said it is a club that anyone can join. So let's make sure that at least our, our as we are interacting, let's be open. Let's not uh, segregate them. And for those who are in the system, when you're thinking of, 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 of uh, policies, because Kenya, we are very, very good in policies. I tell you, we have signed everything. But when it comes to implementation and you hear someone complaining in the office, oh, I've been asking for this accommodation, like I need a guide. A guide is that person who assists you. So it's part of like your assistive devices that you require. And then you there in HR, you're like, ah, you can, you can manage. Put yourself in their shoes first. Why are they asking? Go read, go educate yourself. Yeah, so that at least you're able to be supportive for them to just have uh, accommodation around them. So uh, all these things is, 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 is what makes their life easier or harder, one person. And you see that transition from, let's say, people who are okay and then they acquire disability, that transition point, how you treat them, will either make it easy for them to transit safely, easily into regular, uh, this new uh, life that they're getting to know, or make them give up and not even be able to make milestones and move towards or actually commit suicide. So the spoken word is actually something that is very, very strong when we are looking at issues, disability and persons with disability. So navigating our systems like I've just painted for you is usually daunting, 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 daunting. And you have to fight, you have to goes up especially verbal but if you're a stranger you mute and 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 it becomes overwhelming for them so he might not answer you and the first thing people go like you know this is such a big boy why is he not talking but you're not questioning yourself maybe he's hard of hearing you know maybe he doesn't like you there's so many so many uh, reasons why, but you go for that thing of like, almost like they are ignoring. We've had children who are not verbal and or maybe who are hard of hearing, especially our young uh, young adults. You meet with the police and the police go like, um, why are you being rude to me? I'm talking to you, you're not responding. Authorities didn't take time to find out if this person is okay or not. We've lost, I can count for you up until five boys, young men who've been murdered, who've been, who either disappeared and couldn't communicate or trace their work and in the middle of the night, they've been confused for thieves because they're hungry, they can't communicate, they're hungry, they grab. And this happens a lot to the neurodiverse community because most of them are non-verbal. And, and it, is, it is a sad state. It is a really, really sad state. Have you ever taken a chance to learn basic sign language of how you can just give general communication to someone who's hard of hearing. So there is that extra mile that we can go as humans. You know, we can be able to try and make it lighter and see how best, you know, we can lessen the, the, the burden that they have, their families have. Don't, because like there is a parent who called me and they said, 
I don't know where else to go from Naivasha. And they're like, I'm, I'm like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, everywhere I move, my child is so hyper, so loud. I keep being chased because of my neighbors. Where are they supposed to go? And they're living that close and style where it is um, uh, lane and, you know, small houses next to each other. What do you want them to do? Where do you want them to go? Well, it's only your special, like you can just make accommodation and understand and put yourself in her shoes. She did not bring that upon herself. So for us as the community, we really, 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 really need to make an adjustment. And that person, that child or that adult is one person. And they say, it's usually say the statistic that one out of 20 kids have a disability. Don't look at them as the odd one out. Make it a chance to teach your own child that not everyone is the same and that there is difference. The minute you do that, you've lit a candle because that child will be very aware even later when they become adults. Let them interact with those children with disability and understand that these things happen. That way we'll save them later and also in their social skills. And for the parents out there, you're that parent. For if a child is good and someone is doing or calling them names, actually in, in, in our constitution, uh, uh, it is it is a crime to actually disrespect a person with disability and you can be jailed. When you look at also um, the act that states about employment, if you turn them away and they actually uh, re report you for that kind of malpractice, you can actually be jailed. So let us also be aware that, that people with disabilities have their rights and be that advocate in your space. Now that we pass this information to you, take time to ask questions, take time to learn a thing or two, take time for parents and the caregivers of those with disability to ask for support when you need it. As much as it can be daunting and so much rejection, it makes you harder, yeah? Because when it is a child who's disabled, you as a parent, you are their only hope. The decisions you make will make or break their lives. If you choose not to, um, explore their potential. That means they'll stay home, they can't go to school, they cannot uh, harness their capabilities, and that means they will not be able. Why do people get so excited when you see people in the West like, oh my God, that person has a disability, they can do this and this? Because that parent decided to go against the grain, to believe their children, to believe them that they're able to be. So what are we calling out for? There's so many gaps out here. We do not want equality, we want equity. Equity in terms of just because we're disabled don't bundle all of us in the same bandwagon. What I need as a neurodiverse person is not what a visually impaired person needs, is not what a person with albinism needs, it's not what a person uh, who's hard of hearing needs. You need to understand what I need as an individual, be it in the space of education, in the space of health, in the space of, uh, in, in the workplace, understand me and ask, if you do not know, how can I make it easier for you? Or go and learn about it and, 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 and then now make reasonable accommodations that will be best befitting. Because if you, let's say with someone who's visually impaired, did you know that the white canes are different? There is a white cane for a visually impaired person. There is a white cane for the deaf blind. And it's the color code on the cane that actually identifies them. So educate yourself, because you see, especially, let me give you an example of that, uh, a deaf person. Their language is so complicated. Trust you me, even saying hi, as much as I try, uh, I, I, I can't remember it. Because it takes someone who can't hear and can't see you. 
at least you see someone who's hard of hearing can see, you can lip read, you can sign. But this one doesn't have either of the two. And I'm not talking about things that it comes to education let's at least uh teach them how they learn because i'll tell you uh of my two they're totally different learners there's a tactile learner visual learner you know audio learner so understand how they learn and then now make those accommodations also and or, or change up the system so that you learn how they get to understand. For example, if your child is in school and every time they keep saying English, they're failing, they're failing, has, has it ever crossed you that the person could be dyslexic? Your child is forever failing in mathematics. Instead of branding them stupid, has it ever occurred to you that they could have dyscalculia? You know, so even the teachers in leadership, they can make or break that child's future. Instead of branding that child stupid and saying, I'm not going to pay any attention, take time to understand what if. So that's why we want to advocate and make sure we understand so that we are able to assist this uh, person with disability and challenges early enough so that they are able to um, integrate themselves in the system. Because remember, if we put them, I know there is this thing about special schools, integrated school, and people look at it like jargon, but at the end of the day, a special needs person will go to a regular life when they become adults. There is no special world where they're supposed to be going to. So we really, really need to have that harmony. And also we do it also from all angles. Let's start teaching and learning about uh, these accommodations all the way from our school sets. When we are talking to our children, when they're, children, when they're kids, when they come and tell you something, oh, I met this child, they're like this, like this. Take time to understand, take time to educate them because you're, you're building the future leaders who are supposed to be the ones who are changing this world. And as persons as of uh, persons with disabilities and caregivers, we are all in the same storm, but not in the same boat. And that is goes back to my greatest ask, equity. We all go through things that are different. The neurodiverse challenges are not equally to those who are hard of hearing or wheelchair users. See a person on a wheelchair wants to make that accommodation of uh, accessibility either in the buildings and you give them you give them that assistive device, which is the wheelchair, their life is almost, almost, you know, the, it's like the problem is almost solved. It's not 100% because it, it goes further than what you can actually see and feel. But then if you compare that to like the video we have seen a person on the autism spectrum, they can't speak, they can't tell you what's going on. I can tell you as a parent, there is one thing I always tell myself, I wish I could know what my son thinks. Like I see, see him quiet and I'm like, what are you thinking? What exactly? Oh, there are days he will just bust out laughing. I'm like, okay, well, where was the joke? And I have no idea. You either join him or when he starts screaming like a few minutes ago and you're just like, okay, are we happy? Are we sad? So for you as a parent and the community, you need to adopt. And I've had neighbors who are like, can't you keep a grip of your child? Why are they screaming? How do I explain that to you? I don't have control. He does not have control. It is impulsive. It, is, it could be sensory overload. And it takes time for you to get to understand what the triggers are and, and, and the things that actually are going on in their system. So let's take time to understand them. And it's the only way we will be able to uh, make amends. So we have to really, really watch our attitude, watch how we communicate and be kind. And when, 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 when our doctors are giving us diagnosis, I was told I'm speaking to a very vast community for, for the doctors out there, 
or the nurses, when you see, let's say, a child with Down syndrome, it is very obvious. That should be a trigger for you to know, oh, I need to check for their heart because under Down syndrome, Down syndrome is where it's a genetic mutation where you have chromosome 21 replicating itself or cutting and rejoining. So you have an extra chromosome, which means that your physical features also change. So you'll find they have like slanted eyes, the bridge on their nose is wider, they have tiny nose, they have the beauty, they have very beautiful smiles that I have to tell you. Their arms, uh, there is a there is a specific line uh, on their hands and information, all this information about disability we are launching are actually a website called Special Needs, uh, Re, um, Special Needs Resource Hub where you can learn about matters disability for persons who need service, you can know where to go. And for you just, we had you just go out there and try and learn something. Yeah, try and learn and get to understand. Next time, maybe it will be your, it could be your sister who gives birth and their child has a disability. And because of the knowledge you've acquired, you're able to identify early, you're able to do something. So when communicating as much as you might be able to identify. For us as mothers, when we're giving birth, all of us expect bundles of joy. No one is always anytime prepared that, oh, there is a chance of your child having disability, apart from the West where their scans are very high tech and they can identify some disabilities when the child is still in the womb. So, and when someone gets this diagnosis, work with them, that's psychosocial support. When they're going down, be there, hold their hand so that they don't lose themselves. And for those who are caring, don't forget yourself in the journey, because as much as you're caring, you cannot care and it will not be beneficial if you're not there to walk the journey with them any longer, just because you let yourself go. So self-care is also very, very important. So when, when, when someone writes to you in an organization and all our, these are our, I want us, our ministries to talk to each other in government because if health is on the side, education is on the side, social protection is on the side, we're not able to serve the disabled person community as a goal. It requires that inter, state uh, departments communication and planning and seeing how best can we serve. If I'm giving this part and you, you come and meet me halfway, then we'll make, we'll make a better impact in our community. And for the parents, this is how our life is like when you're a special needs mom. You can't sleep me, I, I won't tell you from four, I can't lie to you from four, I can't switch off because my child gets his convulsions most of the time, 4 a.m. onwards. So even if a pin drops in my house, I will hear it. Or if something falls or a thud, a thud always reminds me of that uh, when, when, when a child falls or when they are getting a, an epileptic attack and they fall, you just, you're always on the edge and ready to, to run. But that's what we are. We are mothers, we, have to, we are protectors, but we want to extend this to our community. If you see a child who, who's, uh, who's disabled in your community, or you find those ones who they're called escapists, they're children who just dash and run. So even if the mother is not there, don't go screaming, why, why did you do that? You know, some autistic persons don't know danger. Like danger does not register in their system. So don't, don't be quick to judge, but try and understand, be empathetic. Yeah. So, but as a mom or as a father who has or who has a child with disability and is feeling overwhelmed, just remember that you have more power than you can ever imagine. The strength that you have and what you're capable of doing, you 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 have no idea. All you have to do is change your mindset and see and focus on 
how far can we go and not what limitations do we have? So for you as a parent, you're the central part of all these support persons. You're like the, the PhD holder of that child because you're the one who spends most time. So if, be it you're going to the doctor, make sure you know everything, make sure you follow through, be it whichever specialist you have to see and take your child, be the first one to declare, my child has this condition so that they understand you from that point onwards. Because so many people will come telling you the way go to Muganga X, Y, Z and your child will be okay. Or if you go to this pastor, your child will be prayed for, you know. So all these things will come at you. Protect your child. Empower yourself so that you are also able to protect them. And I, 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 can, I, I can tell you that the level of exhaustion we operate at is one that... that that is beyond. Sometimes I, I even wonder how I'm walking around and managing to do the things that I do. And that's always the greatest question everyone asks, how do you do it? But when you have a support group around you, when you have your family and partner, like, hey, need an hour, come and, and, and spend some time with my child. So if you lock that, um the support that you need and invite them out because most of people will be like come for but there is a rule in the house in my house if you invite a child one of my boys most of the time it's usually the eldest for a party and you say come alone my friend there is no going it's either all of us or none of us and that is something that you build in your children so that they are also the voice to protect their siblings because they're always there for them and they'll be able to see things that maybe you might not be able to see, especially when they're out there playing. So for you, when your child comes back to you and, and says something mean, be the one to correct it. And with all the opportunities that are there uh, and are very difficult uh, to access, please make sure you register your ID. no id no entry or without your id you can't do your investor transactions etc so take that extra mile and make sure your person with disability is registered so that they can access all the benefits uh, that are there in the system and then you can they can be empowered and they can also live a dignified life and for those who are not aware on friday on on friday we will be having mass registration for this at the university of nairobi from eight in the morning and also a medical camp specifically for persons with disabilities. And also we shall be having education assessment. As for, for, for those who just uh, say, oh, I'm my fika age one, five, six, I'll put them in school. For mm -hmm. our special needs parents, our children have to be assessed so that they are told you can go to this school at this level because they don't learn the same things your children learn every other day. Their classes, uh, uh, entail learning how to dress, learning how to feed themselves, learning how to go to the toilet, learning how to, to dress up. Those activities of daily living that for you, you woke up and you grew up and it was normal. There is someone somewhere with a disability that makes it impossible for them to take care of themselves. So in conclusion, I'd like to say, please accept, embrace persons with disability. And if it's a family plan for them, because uh, our greatest fear is when I die, what will happen to my child? And that's why I do what I do. Because on the next parent, 
who gets a diagnosis has to have an easier life than I had to. I want the next person who gets a, a, um, a, a diagnosis or who, who becomes disabled to be so empowered and know that it is not the end of the world. And for us as parents, it is about raising and celebrating the child you have and not the child you thought that you would have. It's about understanding your child is exactly the person they're supposed to be and, and where they're supposed to be at that specific time. And if you're lucky enough like me, they might be the teacher who turn you into the person you're supposed to be, which is living your purpose. And for me, that is what disability has become. My kids have become my true north to fight for the rights of persons with disability, and specifically those who cannot fight for themselves. And so we are here to be their voice. So thank you very much once again. Dr. Sylvia Muchabo Akinsiku is my name, the founder of Andy Speaks for Special Needs Persons and the board director at the National Council for Persons with Disability. Thank you very much and open to questions. Thank you very much, Dr. Sylvia, for that uh, in-depth conversation. Um, now I'd like to open the floor to questions from our viewers. And I can see we have a couple questions trickling in. Uh, first question is, what help do the does the persons with disabilities get from the government and how can they reach out? Okay. Uh, from the government, there are different programs. So we have in under the Nibakumi initiative in your local space, you can actually get support from there. If you didn't know, every devolved government has a budget for persons with disability. If you want school fees, go to that CDF. There is a percentage for persons with disability and knowledge is power. Go and demand for it. When you see when they're saying uh, persons with disability, women and youth, that disability portion goes unclaimed and goes back or is redirected. So let's claim our space and actually take that up. When you come to the National Council for Persons with Disability, which is now the body that uh, handles all matters disability here in Kenya, and I'm sure even other countries have similar bodies, we find that we have different programs. And um, allow me to go back to this slide so that I can be able to read out in detail so I don't miss out anything. So at the National Council, we have, apart from policy, um, there is um, services that are there that we can access. There is a program for tools of trade. Tools of trade means that at the Council, you can apply uh, for, let's say, I'm a tailor, you can apply to get assistive device, the devices you need to start a shop, so long as you have that skill. Then there is also um, education support. There are bursaries available, very many of them, for persons with disabilities. There is LPO financing. There's a program for LPO financing. There is the famous Inua Jami cash transfer, which is uh, where they are given 2,000 per month by the government to support them. Then there is tax exemption, tax exemption for people who are working, uh, so you don't get to pay taxes. And then it is duty free that is under tax exemption and um what else am i forgetting of course you have to register yourself all these depend on are you registered and recently there is the autism um autism fund which has just been declared which is going to help with access to therapy and i don't know if many people knew but if you're a person with a disability and you have your card you can access nhif services for free medical services for free and a uhc and um Apart from that, you don't pay for parking um, in, in, in the cities. You don't pay for parking. 
And uh, of course, there is the usual access, priority access that you get. And there is access to something I feel I am forgetting or is keeping my mind under the development fund. Um, so there's something about land and ETC, but there is a lot. And you can go to the National Council's website and all these things and forms. Yeah. But remember, step number one, you have to be registered. So even when you're talking about AGPO, that is our work opportunities, there is that 5% that has been set aside for persons with disability, which is in your constitution. So you have a right for it. When they're calling for that and you see that AGPO, uh, person with disability encouraged, please go for it and, 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 and make sure that you get it. Now for parents who have children with disabilities, there is a program under education where you can be helped to get uh, scholarships. So read out, see, and uh, there, but all of them have their own terms and conditions about benchmark, like how many marks, is it, is it secondary, is it high school? And the National Council just signed an MOU with uh, HELB, where if uh, a person with disabilities goes to the university, they can actually access funding. And this is a grant. So it's not like other people who have to pay back, unless you opt to top it up with the regular HELB loan. There is a loan for persons with disability that you can access and not having to pay back. So all these are things that are there and they're um, available for us as persons with disabilities and uh, knowledge is power, is what I would say. So make sure you at least um, know and then you're able to claim. Yes, thank you. All right, thank you for that answer. Uh, we have another question from Noni Monica. She's asking, uh, registration is for all ages. I'm assuming that's a question regarding to the uh, mass registration in UON on Friday. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is open to all persons with disabilities. But we have the special, what's special about it, as Andy speaks, we champion for the neurodiverse community. And the difference is physical disability, you come with your medical report, it's straightforward, they'll just verify. But for us, the neurodiverse community, our reports are more complex. So it means we need to have a psychiatrist, we have to have, you know, there are special doctors, neurologists, ETC, who have to be there. So this one, we, we, we are encouraging the neurodiverse community to come out to just make their life easier uh, so that they're able to access this um, opportunity to register. Yeah. All right. Um, so that, uh, that was all from uh, our viewers. Uh, next question is for me. Uh, uh, you've stated that you have two children with autism. Yeah. Um, now, uh, from the age, from when you noticed that uh, mm -hmm. let's say the person is on the spectrum uh, okay. until today, would you say there is mm -hmm. a progressive change in our society that uh, people are becoming more accepting or uh, people are still in the same old ways, how, how would you classify our society towards PWDs? And uh, well, what can we improve on? As a parent, I might accept my attitude, your choice of how you're going to embrace them. It depends with where also. I've seen institutions where I've walked in with my child 
and I've not had any issue. Like at NTSA, I walked in like three, the watchman was not kind enough to me just to paint the picture. The watchman was not, not the watchman, like the guards who tell you line here, line there, was not kind because it was like, oh, I was like, no, no, no. So I just, I didn't, you know that days we get tired as parents. I the most senior person and it's a foreign space. Change is not something that they're very good with. So those ones came to me, put me in a special room, sorted me within 10 minutes, I was out. But you see what that means? It is that knowledge of if, if you see something, you know, as much as he looks big, you can tell he's not your typical child. Ask yourself, you know, and if you see how me, I hold mine like a handbag because I know he might go touch someone, he might grab something without asking. And then it always ends up at us being told we are bad parents. So it depends on where you are, which community, the empowerment, the beliefs, the exposure that uh, the people you are around have, because some can be very, very, very insulting. So our awareness levels is what really, really matters. So, and it's an individual prerogative for you as the other person, how you react to me. It's not about my child's disability. It's about you, how you choose to treat them and how you choose to embrace them and make accommodation for them to be comfortable so that they don't have to go um, from zero to a hundred of, uh, their theming and everything they have to do to be comfortable in your space. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, you've also stated that uh, you're working on a special needs resource hub. Um, is it available? Uh, if not, uh, what should we look out for or uh, what should we search for so that we can uh, get it? So the resource hub is being launched on Friday at the UON. As we flag off, we're actually we're in Autism Acceptance and Awareness Week, and month of April also is Autism Awareness. And the 2nd of April is World So this year we are cycling from awareness on autism. So what we do, we'll have that medical camp, and at the same time, we'll be launching the hub, which is www.specialneedsresourcehub.org. That is the one we'll be launching, where you can find your service provider. If you're a service provider, also for persons with disability, you can apply to be listed. We are trying to get rid of the people who are perambulating like professionals and causing harm and taking advantage of caregivers, because you got a diagnosis and you don't know where to go. I've been told I have autism. I read the net, I feel like I'm losing my mind because there is a lot of things and I don't know what is right or wrong. So we're just making the correct information in the right place and in one place. Like all the questions about government benefits, yeah, which type, which government, which forms do I apply? You know, we've given it all for you in one form. Ah, okay, thank you. Uh, Noni Monica is saying great information. Thank you for yes. having this conversation. All right, Karibu Sana Monica. Um, just for clarification, you've said the site will be www.specialneedsresourcehub.org. Yes. 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 All right. Uh, then uh, I'll just type this into the chat so that any future viewers will have access to it. Thank you very much.
Yeah. Um, at this point, I don't think we have any other question from our viewers or any listener. Um, yeah, I think now we can uh, close the session. And uh, yes, one yes. <laughs> uh, there's one question that normally has been coming like, okay, so we have the right and how can someone participate, right? So mm -hmm. for the session we've had, now I'm lighting this candle for you to go and learn and educate someone else. And if mm -hmm. you see that parent who needs this information, kindly share the information because sharing mm -hmm. is caring. So apart from that, we are also, you can choose, because apart from in the projects that we have, we have the neuro, we have the neuro digest where it's about raising uh, people aware, awareness and advocacy for change. We have the um, right for autism awareness that I've just talked about from here to Kilifi, where we are still accepting donations um, to make it happen. You can adopt a rider and uh, you can go to our website and make a donation. Our investor, you can go to Mchanga and say, and he speaks, it will come there for you to understand. Because the other thing we do is we are setting up and I would like to encourage in the community. I know we've been getting a lot of requests from Kajiado that there are no special schools. So what we are doing is we are setting up therapies. To go to work without them losing work and the child losing uh, school time. So those are the interventions we have. And we are working on more, as like we just uh, mentioned about the resource hub. And if there is anything you feel that um, we could do better, we are always open to conversations. Yes. So right. it would be awesome if people can can chip in and 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 also help us make that goal happen. But at the end of the day, it's just because I've walked the journey, I know the pain, I'm just trying to make a difference as one person. But if we come together and all of us, let's say, decide tomorrow we are not eating lunch, we are doing that 540 towards autism, can you imagine how much we can do for that child because they are, uh, they, whatever they require, that service that's going to go on on Friday, of course, is going to be costing something for all the ones who are coming to attend. So, for what we highly appreciate and well enjoy. Ah, okay. And uh, for those who would like to uh, assist or send a contribution, uh, what channels will they use? Okay, so we have Mchanga that is online. If you go to Mchanga, Safari comes Mchanga and just type and it speaks, it will come up. That's one. Two, we have a pay bill. Our pay bill mm -hmm. is the two double eight seventy one at the account. <laughs> You've said the table is two? No, 32. Okay. Yeah, three, two, double eight, mm -hmm. seven, one. So seven, the account you seven, write, seven. any of our projects that you feel speaks to you, if it's the medical support for the neurodiverse, if it is the right, all of that, you can just. Mm -hmm indicate that it's the right you can write raa that is right for autism africa so let's be the change we want to see our harambe spirit needs to come back so that we are our brother's keepers all right thank you very much and um yeah i uh, I, I hope some of our listen, listeners will be able to assist and uh, also the Kajado we want. Uh, we will also try and see where we can assist too. Yeah. 
And uh, any, would you be having any other closing remarks? Hello. Sorry, I didn't get. Sorry, I think uh, the internet has okay. gone down. Yes, you, you said something. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying uh, if you could be having any closing remarks. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right, for closing remarks. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, was, I, was, I did not want to guess that's what you said. <laughs> but I figured that's what you were saying. So I'm also split, like he's screaming, so I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on. So um, for you who's called, be very, very thankful. For who used to think that disability is just something weird, it's not, it's not someone's fault if they did not bring it for themselves. All of us wish for good health, long life, and perfection, but God himself is the one who decides. So next time, just be kind, have some empathy when you come across a person with disability. You do not know their story. Take time to listen and understand. Sometimes all they want is just someone to listen and love them for who they are without judgment. If you're in a position of power, please make the adjustment. When you see a call to action, a petition to sign on behalf of persons with disability, take that one step. If you hear a call of something, if you don't have, you can share. Someone else will also be able to support. So just do something. But you know, uh, that ocean, the, the ocean in the dro a drop of water in the ocean does not mean anything. But if you put a drop of water on a leaf and you see the rainbow it can create, then you will know the impact you as one person can make in this world. So let's take the mantle and move forward and be the change we want to see. And accept our children and embrace them for who they are and not what we wanted them to be. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. So to all our viewers and listeners, uh, if you are within Nairobi, karibu sana to UON. Uh, maybe you could share the time at which it is starting. With the, with the, the teams. And our Twitter handle, that is Andy Speaks number four or uh, Instagram, that is at Andy Speaks, and you can follow us for more information and to see how it goes and what we will be doing, and we intend to have fun while at it. And if you believe you're a rider, then as well come on board. You can even escort them just until at the river, but you have to So let's feel a bit of pain on behalf of those of who feel it every day. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Sylvia. Uh, I think on that note, uh, we can uh, close our meeting today. Uh, I hope our listeners had an informative session, took, uh, took something home today, and uh, maybe go back to the society a better person and a better person to the people with disabilities. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, Santi Sana, Dr. Silvio. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, we hope for the best uh, for your organization and also for your And uh, maybe in future we might uh, have you again.
hopefully anytime. on our platform. Anytime, always welcome. All right. Uh, good night, everyone. And uh, until next time, next Wednesday, same time, same place. Good night. <laughs>